Okay, so uh, we're at the bottom of uh, 7b, and we're trying to figure out the mystery of the circular sukkah, uh, so to speak. And uh, we, um, there was an opinion that you can't have a circular sukkah because you need to have corners. Uh, and we didn't really say why corners were important. I'm thinking maybe it's more sturdy if it has corners or it's more of a structure. They didn't really have round structures, but it didn't really go into the reason. But there were two opinions. Um, uh, let's start that again. Acherim, this is the Acherim. Uh, it's about ten lines up. Acherim de Tanya. Acherim omen sukkah A sukkah that's made... So a shovach was like a bird, a birdhouse, but it, a pigeon, but it's round. It's no good. Lefisha ain't lo zavit. So we were quoting lots of opinions in different cases that were for more robust uh, sukkahs, and they were all different reasons in different types of cases. Whether it was on top of a wagon, or whether it didn't have enough walls, or whatever it might be, but uh, they were different opinions that always said that the structure. It's, uh, there's, a, there's a certain requirement that it be built in a more robust or, or a stronger way. But each case was a little different. So what does that last word mean? It doesn't have corners. It's obvious no. of corners. Okay. No corners. So I was just throwing that out. What's wrong? Why do you need corners? So, I, and so if you'll notice, like in the BJ Sukkah, they always have those corners there to help hold up the schach. Those little corner pieces, the elbar, you know. The, otherwise, it wouldn't stand very well. You need those corners to... But in theory, if you knew, you could probably do it round as well. But that's, a, that's the discussion here. With a round sukkah, the first view is that a sukkah needs corners. Can we do the last tosos? It's a short one, I promise you. Maybe it's, maybe it's in there, I don't know. The last tosos. Uh, yeah, let's see tosos. Uh, to, we had a request here to do a bottom tosos. Okay, remember, sukkah, sukkah, shabsu. The sukkah, dearest keva be'inen. A sukkah's got to have a certain permanence to it. Um... The Acherim, who is the Acherim? That's Rav Meir. Dom Rav Meir, come on, shtei sukkah, se izu v'nizu, itzona sukkah, patim in a sukkah, b'sharm ha'se yukomar, di'ilu b'chag, k'diris keva He's just quoting who it is. We're going to actually quote that today later, but um, that's the Acherim. But, uh, so again, a sukkah needs to be more permanent, and uh, the assumption here is that a round sukkah doesn't have the same permanence. Again, the, probably the way they made things, if they would make it round, it would move, it wouldn't be rooted, it wouldn't be... Originally, it's supposed to be a dearest aray. And if you make it too tall, then it's... Then it's Right, right. So, so I. It had to be dearest. That's the problem. Right. So, so um, I've been translating it as the robust, the word keva. Uh, you're right. Now, with this opinion. Sturdy, yeah. This opinion seems to say that there's a... Sturdy is a great word. Sukkahs need to be sturdier instead of temp, you know, temporary in that. Whereas the other opinion says, no, it's fine. But, my, my only question is, where does it mention sturdy in this case? Because I thought it didn't really give a reason other than it just said it can't... It can't well, why does he say it's no good? Because it has no corners. Because some reason that's not so robust or so sturdy. Well, maybe it's just... There's just maybe it's halakha mostly now that you have to have corners. No, so that's exactly what we're saying. We're saying that this yeah. this view is is consistent with the other views in each case. That it's it's, it's not halacha moshin. You can't have a round sukkah. It's that it, he feels it doesn't. It's not keva. Yeah, I'm just to me. It seems like a logical jump to say it's because it's in the corner. It means it's because it's not keva. Well, I mean, how do we know that's the reason? Um, that that's what the Gemara is trying to do. Yeah, 
the Gemara is assuming that that's the, the line that matches up with all these opinions are that it's not keva, rather than it's... Because otherwise, if it were true, that it has nothing to do with that. It's just Aloha Moshe Messina, then it, the Gemara wouldn't be bringing. The Gemara is saying we see this line of thinking in, uh, in these p- opinions that they all require a greater permanence to them, a greater sturdiness, a greater robustness of the sukkah. Okay. So, uh, now another way to describe it, Omer of Yochanan, sukkah suyukh uh, a sukkah that's made like a furnace, which was also a round structure. You need, it needs to be a certain width. And the width is to sit, seat 24 people. I don't know if they sat around the furnace exactly. Um, usually that's what they did if you had a fuel and it was warm, so you would have as many people that could fit around it. But he describes it as 24, which is a pretty big structure. We've been talking about pretty small sukkahs. So he's saying that if it won't fit... Uh, if you if you were to f- seat twenty four people around the perimeter, then forget it. It's no good. So who is that like? Where did that opinion come from? That you have to if it's a round. So again, we're assuming that round is acceptable as long as it's large enough. But where did the opinion? We'll talk about it. That that's part of the discussion. Assuming right now we're assuming the outside. But this seems counterintuitive to this idea about about rounds not being. Enough, yeah, yeah, this is the other opinion. This is the other opinion. This is the other opinion. It does, it's, it's acceptable, even though it's not so sturdy. <laughs> then there was the first opinion that said, Psula, that's because it's not keva enough. The other opinion says it's okay, as long as it's big enough. So uh, now the question is, where did that number come from? And that's what, the, that's what we're going to spend a, a half a page day figuring out. Okay, so where did he get 24? Like, come on. So Morris says, well, first of all, there were two opinions about the minimum size of a sukkah. One was seven tfachim, and the other was dalit amas. So, um, right, those were the two, two opinions. So this is clearly like Rebbe, this is clearly, it's got to be pretty big. The, this is the four amas squared, right? So that's a, big, a bigger space than seven tfachim squared, right? So this is going with the four amas by four amas opinion, which, by the way, that's not how we hold. We hold with the seven tfachim, that's the... You know, as long as you have this much, you know, space. Rosh Hashanah, right. But Dalit Amas is your personal space. You got to have, you know, your personal space sukkah. So, uh, Mikti, so let's... Socially distant sukkah. Socially distant sukkah, right. That's right. So, let's see. Gavra, so we mentioned a person sitting. How much space does a person take up? So, the initial assumption is that a person fits in a cubit, uh, is an arm's length, a foot and a half, is about what the average... You have heavy people that would take up more space. You have thin people that take up less. But each person is generally in an ama. Okay. So, Now, if... Good morning. Um, so, if the surrounding... Now, what... We, have, we know how big a square sukkah needs to be. A square sukkah needs to be four by four. So, how do we translate that into a round sukkah? So uh, we need to figure out if you if the width is Dalit Amos, how much more would the circumference need to be? So If the circumference is three, the uh, the middle line is one. What do you call that middle line? The uh, diameter diameter is one. So and if the base if a rounded off pi is three times, uh, right? In other words, if you need three times the diameter. And they had to round it off because you can't, you can't deal with a number that everybody won't manage with. So, um, 
Actually, the tosus on 8a is all about the uh, uh, what's the exact number and that you know figured out. They they knew that it was a rounded number, but you need a number that's going to work for everybody. So really, uh, if you just need dalit amos and you need three times that for the circumference, so it's very easy. Four times three is twelve. So then you should only need twelve men, twelve people. This betrayer sagi. So where do we get the twenty-four number? It'd be very easy to explain it if we just said twelve. Then everything would have been hunky dory. But now that we said twenty-four, it's like where's that number come from? So uh, we get to today's page. Hani mili bigula. That um, that's if you're dealing with the just the uh, a circle alba birivuya. But if the circle is in a square, boitve, you would need more. Um, so that's those two illustrations, I think. Yeah, that's the two illustrations. That it, um, the question is whether the square is outside or inside the circle. Right. Correct, that's right. So, how much bigger is a square than a, um, a circle? If you take the space, if you look at that picture, it's a quarter bigger than the circle, basically. A square is a quarter bigger than a circle. And if you're saying that uh, a quarter bigger than 12, so then Bishitzer Sagi. So the most you would need, if you have to add on the extra square, uh, in other words, if you're seating the people in that square, it would be 16. 15. 12. 12 and 4 would be 16. 4 would be a third. 12 is a quarter bigger. It might be, it might be inclusive versus exclusive. Oh, wait, hold on. He's going backwards. Remember, yeah. remember. Yeah. 16. 16. 16. Right, right. So, the more, so why aren't we... So now our question is, all right, so we, we got up to 16, but we're still not at 24. So, honey, me, egan enough, me go revi. So that's if you have the circle inside the square. Now we go to the second picture on the page. But a square inside a circle, you're going to need more because you've got those corners sticking out. So the Gemara says, Mikti, let's see. Anytime you have an ama squared, it's an ama and two fifths in a circumference. So, Bishif, no, 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 diagonal. The diagonal. The diagonal. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if you have an amma in the diagonal, so it's an it's an amma and two fifths in the circumference. So, Bishifzer nachi kumshasagi. So we should be enough with 17 minus a fifth. So we got a little higher than 16, but we're still not we're still not at 24. So Morris said, "Well, low doc. We're not so precise." 17, 24, what's the difference, right? <laughs> so the so Morris says, all right, Amid Omar Lo Doc, when do you say we're not precise? Porta, a little bit. You could be a little bit imprecise. Tuva? Like Kamatria. Like right. You know, That's right. Rounding error. Yeah, a rounding error, right. It's a, it's a, you use a, a calculator, doesn't go that far. But Tuva, me, I mean, you can't be, you know, say. So, Mia, do you say low doc? Could you say, well, he wasn't precise. It's not that he wasn't precise. He was way off. So, uh, we're confused again. How did we get the 24 number? So, first solution. We were assuming until now that a person fits in an ama. Uh, so, where'd you get that from? You could fit three people in two amas. Oh, that would work. Because then you get from 16, you get 20. Right, so you get 24 there. So, Yosef Kamavli, Shitzer, Vanan. So, we had 16, Vanan, Shitzer, Nachi, Kumshib, Inan. So, well, if you do the, um, 
if you fit the three people in two, so instead of 12, you would have 16. Yeah, so, well, but the Gemara said, uh, and our calculation was, it's not 16, it's 17 minus two-fifths. So the Gemara said, that's, that's between 16 and 17 and two-fifths, so then you could say lodak, meaning lodak, mean lodak. But the Gemara says, when will we say we're not precise? That's to be strict. But to be lenient and, say, and allow a smaller than needed measure, miyamrin in lodak. In other words, the whole idea is to round up, but you don't round down. So, let's go back to where we were before. Really, a person sits in an amma. Let's not try to crowd, crowd the people out. For Rabbi Yochanan, makam gabri lochachashiv. Uh, he's, um, he's not talking about um, the place where people, uh, he wasn't talking about the people sitting on the inside. He wasn't including the, the place where they sit. Makam gabri lochachashiv. Kami havelu, how big would it be? Tim nesari be eighteen. He's saying that you would need there'd be space for eighteen people. Let's see, Rashi. Kama havelu tim nesari. Rashi is about eight lines from the bottom. Bahkafa yeshmona eser on the if surrounding you'd have eighteen people. So rock of shisha al shisha because it's six by six. Um. This is dealing with the question that Richard was asking. Are the people sitting on the inside or are they sitting on the outside? So we're saying now that the people are sitting on the outside, and so that bumps our number up of how... Of how outside of circle? Yeah, outside of the circle. When we said the 24 people sitting, we were talking about not on the inside. We're talking about sitting 24 on the out, which is the... Um, therefore, we, were, we weren't including... Our question was, why do you need so much space for 24? We weren't including the space of the people sitting on the outside. The outside circle is outside the sukkah, isn't it? Well, it, it, it is. It, we're not talking about actually being in a sukkah. We're just talking about the size of the structure. Okay. So if you're saying that the people are sitting on the outside, makam gaber lo chukashik, so uh, then it comes out that it's it's 18. So b'shifsen nachikum shosagi. So uh, we were 16, and we don't, it doesn't really need to be 18. It could be, the exact number would be 16 minus a fifth would be the exact size of the... Uh, 17, minus 17 minus a fifth, thank you. So that's, that's where we're off, between 17 minus a fifth and 18, that's the part that's imprecise. And it also comes out that would be, uh, we're a little stricter, because we went from 17 minus a fifth to 18. So, um, I have a question. okay. So, when we're talking about people, how much space they take up, that's just for measurement purposes. Just for measurement, right, not an actual sukkah, right? No, but not for the leaning, eating situation. No, no, we're not talking about an actual sukkah. We're just giving the size of an actual sukkah. But he wants to know, but yeah. sitting or laying so, down? So the actual sitting, capacity, yeah. So the actual capacity the sitting is, is just less for a measurement. This is just a measurement, not to, nothing to do with sitting. In other words, the the size of a round right. sukkah would be if you would have a bunch of guys that's sitting right, in a circle okay. around, that's how you would come up with it. Right. So the actual capacity is less then? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah to have people leaning right. in the sukkah. Right. The sign, on the, came down, it's like that sign, how many people are allowed in the building. You have to put a table there or this and that. It would be a different number, right? That's right. Okay. So uh, now the Gemara brings, Rabban in the Kaseria, 
the rabbis in Caesarea, uh, and, who, and they say Dayani to Caesarea. This, a good, this was uh, just a question of who, who the quote is from. Omri, they say, If you have a circle minus a square, Revuya. There's a circle, the difference between a circle and a square is a quarter. Revuya, Nafimigo, Gula. And if you have a square inside a circle, it would be half. But that doesn't work out. It's not quite half. So then the question is, well, didn't they know the math? What is it? We still don't know where the 24 came from. This, this isn't explaining that. This is just okay. discussing the original formula of uh, the difference between a square and a circle, if the square is outside the circle or inside the circle. So the Gemara wanted to say the difference would be half, and then the Gemara said, well, it's really not half. But wouldn't the Gemara have known that, that it's not half? That's really what Tosus wants to figure out. And all the mathematicians over here try to come up with what the Gemara was talking about. Um, of the square, the square, the, the the circle inside, the square inside the circle, the difference in space. So, it's, uh, so the different half of the total space, half of the, the difference. Yeah, that it's not it's not half. It's uh it's uh, it's whatever the formula would be. Okay, uh, but at any rate, so um, just to um, just to review, because again, unfortunately, I'm not the the math isn't my uh, isn't my expertise, but um, we mentioned a round sukkah, and we gave a measure for a round sukkah, and we were trying to figure out how we came up with the number of the measure. And in order to do so, we had to convert the, uh, the square number into the round number, and then figure out how we got such a high round number. And so then we, we got into the formula for converting it and how many people sit on the outside, and that's really what Ahmed Aleph was discussing. Right. So no, no, we are trying to put a square peg in a round hole. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't fit. Right. Right. That's right. My only question is, there was one point where they came up with 16 exactly, right? Before they came up mm-hmm. with that 16.8. Right, because you were at 12 and you added 4. Right. So, so why couldn't they use that answer? You don't have to be non, non-precise. You could say it's 16 and then there's 3 people per 2, 2 amas. That's the 24 exactly. Why could... Because the sixteen was was also based on wasn't was not an exact number that was a so that one was also right. that was also off right yeah we had, not nothing was exact and we had we ended up having to say that we were imprecise which is fine the many times we round off but the more explained we don't usually round off to be lenient we usually round up and so that's that's how we had trouble working it out okay back to Gemara sukkah Omer of Levi Meshumer of Meir Shtei sukkah Shoyotim what about um, if you have a Potter sukkah <laughs> I don't know why a potter. Uh, Yotzer is the person that creates pots. He takes the clay, and that's uh, we have it in the Rosh Hashanah davening. The, the, what is the biyada Yotzer? The uh, yeah. So uh, what happened? Right, that's we're in Hashem's hand. We're like silly. We're like putty in your hands, right? <laughs> so, uh, but uh, the way they did it was um, in the old days, people didn't have work and home; they were combined. So you had the uh, the outer structure was where the work was, and the inner structure was uh, was where they slept. So um, let's see Rashi here. He explains it. Shtei sukkah shoyotim. You got these two sukkahs of these potters, Harry Potter, right? Hakai darka shoyot. This is how the uh, potters did it. Kli cheres biamehem. When they used, they made earthenware vessels in their days. Osalam shtei sukkahs. They would make two huts, one inside the other. Hapnimius Hudor, the inner hut, that's where he slept. Umatznia Kedeyorosov, and he also hid away his his um wares. his wares. His, his that's that was the he made his money from. Kitsana, 
And the outer one, um, that's where he did the work. And also what was for sale would be out there. I guess the inner one was his private uh, wares, his private stuff. So yeah. it wasn't necessarily a house. It was like a storefront. In the front, it was mm-hmm. where he did everything in the shop, and right. that was his storage. Yeah. So, but these were, they, they were like huts. They were very temporary dwellings, and, the, and their roof was made of a material usable for sukkah. So the question is, can you use this for sukkahs? Can he just, um, I, don't, I, I don't know why, I don't know if it was like near where they get the clay or the, or the clay pots needed to dry. Like, why would a potter, or was it for advertising? Like, why did he have a different house than everybody else? Um, or a different business than everybody But you would walk in a city and you'd say, oh, there's the potter guy. <laughs> that's, how they, that's how you would recognize it, is the potters, that was, they had huts. I think they got the clay from a certain area, and so the, the huts would be near that area, where the, just like you have a business near a railroad or near water, so the potters had their, you know, their huts up near the uh, area where they got the clay. That's my theory. The notes bring down this, this is way of advertising his wares. I see. So it's like a kiosk, like a kiosk kind of, uh, you know, it's like, um, okay, all right. So either way, now our question is, which one of these can be usable for a sukkah? So shtei sukkah shoyotzim, the two sukkahs that belong to the potters, zu lifnimi zu, one's inside the other, hapinimius enu sukkah, the inner one that's not a sukkah, v'chayed b'mezuzah. But you're going to have to put a mezuzah up on the inner one, v'chitzon sukkah. The outer one is a sukkah, upatr mezuzah. So that's what he wants to say. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to change the roof around and put up his chach and do the shmah stuff. I mean, you um, can't just say it's kosher. So the reason the inner one is not a sukkah is because since he sleeps there all year round, he's not doing anything special for sukkahs. And so you need to, it needs to be clear. Uh, one of the reasons sukkah is in the, um, not after Pesach, it's uh, after the sukkah's time, is that it be in a season that it's clear that he's sitting there for the, the Chag. So if he sleeps in the same room he always sleeps in, it wouldn't be clear that he's doing a mitzvah. Mm-hmm. So if someone had, you know, part of the house, um, whatever, I don't know, whatever, I've seen those kind of things where, where you just sort of, they're in a, they're in maybe in a, uh, a court or something like that, and you can, it has a retractor roof. You put a, a scarf on there. So he's sleeping so under like, a different roof. Okay. Here he's sleeping in the same roof that he always sleeps in, but because the potter's kiosk always had that same roof. He had a scarf year round. No, he had a real roof year round, and he yeah. removes it and so puts scarf. That's a different dwelling. That okay. looks different. So, but okay. this guy is in the same. He has scarf year round. He does have scarf year round. The potter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So let's see Rashi Pinimi Sainu Sukkah. Ein Bali Ishbisobakhaglashem Sukkah Afagafta Lobi in Sukkah Lashem Khag. Totally slugs me up. Right. Even though we usually don't need a sukkah lashem khag, the the Hakabe's hillo kaimala makshiri sukkah yeshana. He says that even an old sukkah that's up, Hakha Enu Sukkah the Lominkra Milsa Lashem Sukkahu Dorbo. You can't it doesn't look like he's he's doing anything special. The Hakoya Mosashana Dyer Hasam the whole year round he lives there. Roy Tashmusidasu Vishinasusham. Nothing changed. Um Olam Mishum the Kodi Rasu. Um who? Um So uh 
So that's the, the inner one is not kosher for a sukkah because that doesn't... It's where he always is. But the outer one is the, uh, is the one that needs the sukkah. Why the question Why the outer one uh, is the entrance way to the house? So why doesn't that need a mezuzah? So the more it says that that's for mishum de lo kava. It's not a. Uh, it's it's um, it it changes. It's not it's not it's not it's not set. In order. Um, it's a temporary. It's yeah. It's not always there, I guess, or it's not. So for mezuzah halachas, that what that doesn't buy. Okay, fine. I'm so I'm not I'm so convinced that it has to do with this stuff. Yes, it does. It does because nothing changed. In other words, nothing changes. If nothing changes, you can't use it for a sukkah. It has to be something different. It has to be nicker. It has to be clear that he's always there. Mm-hmm. It seems like that he would protect his wares that he, you know, that mm-hmm. he made in a, in a place that doesn't really have protection year round. That doesn't have a real roof. And, and he no, people make people could make strach to to make it uh, keep most of the rain out. They probably knew how to arrange the uh, the boards and stuff, and uh, you know, make it very. You don't have to let the water come in. You could really, they, um, you could really make a, a roof that would be, you know, keep most of the weather out, you know, most of the rain out. Um, I don't know. I don't but know that, how. Strong... If that's the case, then you're modifying it to make it a valid stop because it wouldn't be a valid stop if it kept all most of the rain out. Why? Right? Who said? Why can't you have a stop that keeps the rain out? Like a you have to see enough stars or something. You have to see something coming through. So, so rain was going to come through. That's that's a there's a custom like that, but it's not so. I mean, if I put all my slats that are touching literally, and I, there's no space so the argument is that if you stood on the top and you looked through a crack, you would see a star. But you don't have to see a star sitting from the bottom, you know, on the ground to see a it's uh even that it's not we're gonna get there in a few more blot. We're yeah. gonna talk about Xera Tikra. So I think that's where we'll get to uh that concept. Okay. All right. Tanra Bonin, our rabbis taught. Ganvach. Uh Sukas uh, so we're using abbreviations here. It's interesting today, like, uh, abbreviations are still very popular in places, you know, like... Uh, yeah, like, especially with texting. Yeah. So, Gadvach, so what does that stand for? Sukkah's Goyim. That's a Goyish Sukkah. It's Sukkah's Nashem, a women's Sukkah. Sukkah Behema, the animal Sukkah. Sukkah's Kusim, Sukkah Mikol Makam Kshera. We don't care why they put up the hut. It's good. In other words, all of these structures... As long as they're built according to spec, they work. As long as they're built according to spec. What's the spec? What's the halacha? The idea of the sukkah is it, pro- it provides shade. It protects from the, the sun. Why does it say it, uh, it's, it's a sukkah? What, what does that come to include? Rakabash. What uh Ditan Rabban and Sukkas Rakavash? What is that? Sukkas Roy Meshepherd Sukkah. Sukkas Kaitim uh, a thorny sukkah. Um what's a kite? Could see us hashtagmisado. Those are people that guard the dried fruits. The the dried fruit garters. Sukkas Borganin, those are the the huts also. Those are the um 
They're the watchmen of the city. Those are the, the security huts. Sukkah, Shomre, Perus. These are all uh, for different people would stay in these different kinds of huts. Sukkah, Mikomakam, Shera. All of these are good. So now we have a second. They knew what these kind of huts were. I suppose each one had a different. Would there still be enough between these two things? Not really. No. So, um, so they knew what the. In other words, uh, they were familiar. Each one probably had a, probably a woman's sukkah was more decorative or different than the you know than the than the shepherd's sukkah or the or the watchman had it you know in a certain place on a hill to look over you know each one probably had a way that you would say oh what kind of hut is that oh that's a watchman hut that's a woman's hut that's a uh, shepherd's hut but either way they uh, they all are acceptable my kehilka so what does it mean kehilka so they provide shade. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. yeah, that's what Rashi threw in earlier. Because it has to be nicker. It has to be evident. It has to be, in other words, even if it's not lishma, right. it has to be. It has to look like you're sitting in a sukkah. What does it mean? A soul itself. They made it for shade. Mm-hmm. So that means. So you're right. So the the potters. We're, we're asking here why the potter's sukkah was no good if all these other ones are good. No, I'm looking at the Gemara here. You said that you don't need lishma. A soul itself means I made it for shade. Right. So that's so, right. That but that's like not lishma. that's not lishma. Usually is lishem sukkah. Right. I'm putting this up for sukkah sachag. So as long as it was put up for shade, it's acceptable. It doesn't. We're going with that view. It doesn't need to be lishma. Potter's one put up for shade. It put up year round use. Right. So the okay. potter's one was shade, but it's not... It, 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 yeah. It's not even how it was put up. It's how you're using it. It doesn't look like you're doing anything for the sake of sukkah. And so apparently that's a requirement that we know that... Uh, we didn't really explain where we learned that requirement from, but we said that that was, uh, that was so. The, the, it seems to be you have to be able to tell your... Just like when a sukkah's too high and you can't see the schach, it's no good because you can't see that you're in a sukkah. So if a person always sleeps there and he's sleeping there on the Chag, you can't... Um, were you going to add something, Richard? Or? Uh, well, the first, oh, oh. The first grouping of the Sukkot are individuals who, uh, who aren't required in Sukkot. I mean, women, goyim, animals, these are this one category, all these Sukkot, when you say built with Shema, there's like no shame mitzvah a Sukkot. So you have to have, when you put in the Sukkot, you have to have, I, mean, I know in this Gemara, not Halacha, but mm-hmm. when putting up the Sukkot, uh, you're supposed to have in mind, you know, uh, sukkah. These are these categories, uh, you know, are, are, are things and individuals that don't require sukkah. And I think we're mixing up the terms because in, in the Torah and the Gemara, the word sukkah generally just means like a hut. Like like uh, Yaakov built sukkot for the animals. And mm-hmm. uh, we left it dry and they went to sukkot. We, we think in terms of sukkah, the holiday of sukkot and the, the actual item of the sukkah. The second grouping are people who clearly could be, I mean, there's just kinds of sukkot. Sukkot of shepherds or where, where they built them or big watchers, city watchmen. So there's clearly a difference in these two categories. Um, there, in other words, a, he's saying that a watchman meet, will be obligated in a sukkah, whereas a lady is not. Right, but these structures were built all not on sukkahs. They were really built year-round, and they're just standing there. Uh, but I, I, I agree that there's reasons why the groupings are together. But we're, we're talking correct. We're talking about huts that are built, and now you want to use them for sukkahs. Uh, so then how would it be, yeah. Nicaragua? Yeah, all, all of those huts... All mm. of those huts were built for shade, even though they were... Correct, right, that's Israel, right. But they were built for shade. So what's different about the Yotzrim is that, uh, even 
though the Gemara doesn't say it, is that, you know, a, a yitzer needs a kill. So he's got, he has this very hot oven that makes, that makes smoke, and so he needs a porous roof to get rid of the smoke, but not for shade. That's an interesting theory. That's a very interesting theory. Um, but I thought he slept on the inside and he did the work on the outside. So where's the kiln? On the inside or the outside? Wouldn't the kiln be on, the, be on the outside? Right. Because, yeah. But we're saying he can't use the inside one because he always sleeps there. Right. So, but anyways, I, I hear that. Um, okay. But at any. So that's why the outside one does have a see through roof. That right. could be used for sale. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. It's all good theories. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, what, I, what I'm saying is, so we're seeing that no matter, the bottom line of all of it is that uh, the requirement for sukkah is that it be the roof be made for shade. The purpose of it is that it provides cell, shade. And um, Richard is correct that there is a, the l'chakhila, we have halachas of, of putting on the schach l'shma, which means not just for shade, but putting it up for the mitzvah of sukkah. But our Gemara is not going with that halacha right now. We're the chachila of putting it up. We're talking about a minimum of that it be put up for shade. And, uh, and uh, the mystery was explaining exactly why the potter's sukkah was no good. Okay, so uh, back to the Gemara. So, and we've categorized these two different categories, uh, and we're saying both of them are good. So... Um, Let's, uh, we're about five lines to about it. My, what do we mean, la suye sukkah ganvach? Why did we mean to include a new category if we already had, uh, we already basically said, uh, what are the two categories? Hai tana de ganvach alimule, de ganvach with the ganvach sukkahs, the first category, the sukkahs goyim and the sukkahs nashim, bishum tekavi. Those were more set. Those were not as permanent. Those other kinds of, of huts were seasonal. They, seasonal huts were much more temporary. Okay, so that would answer why it's yeah. different from the, 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 even if it's not necessarily for a sukkah like the holiday, mm-hmm. it's different from the potters because the potters are up year-round. And we're, okay. we're in the second category, even if they're not necessarily yeah. like but, but the Rav Shech Alime, those are better. Rav Shech, because those are for people that have a Chiyav in Sukkah. Yeah, like he was saying. But still, even if they weren't built as a Sukkah, people who aren't obligated in Sukkah, both of those categories are listed here in the Mishnah. Okay, new Mishnah. Uh, we turn to tomorrow's page. Sukkah Yishenah, what about an old sukkah? Beishami posta, that's no good. Rashi says, what's old? It was 30 days or older, and it wasn't made, it wasn't clear. It could even be it was, but you didn't, it wasn't spoken out. So anything more than 30 days old, Beishami said no good. Even Beishami says that if you speak it out, it would be good? Yeah. So in other words, if I decided to be lazy this year after Sukkot and say, I wonder if the next year too? According to Meshav, it'd be good, right. But if you don't speak it out, it's no good. Okay, Beis Hillel, Machshir, either way, it's good. The Eithi Sukkot Yishonah, what's an old Sukkah? Kosh Asham Chodim L'chag, for 30 days old. Ali Masa L'Shem Chag, if you made it L'Shem Chag, a few Mechiyos Hashanah, right away from the beginning of the year, Kshera. My time in the Beis Hamai, how did Beis Hamai know that? To invalidate a Sukkah just because it's old. Omar Kra, Chag Lashem. You need to make the sukkah l'shem chag. You can't just have it up there. Ah, that's a good point. What does Beis Hillel do with that? 
That's needed for a different halacha. How do you know that the wood used to make a sukkah is, uh, is forbidden to change your mind and use it for something else? That it becomes muksa, it becomes dedicated for the sukkah. It says that for seven days it belongs just like Hegdish, belongs to Hashem, it's holy. The walls of the I mean, when you think about it, you know, year round that's just a hut. After sukkahs, it's just wood. It's just schach. But on it's just. Uh, but when it's in the sukkah, it's it's dead. It's it's um it's like the menorah. It's like the uh, the aron. It's dedicated to Hashem. The shechin is there. And just like when you bring a korban, it's uh, it becomes belongs to Hashem. Chag kal shem shemayim ala sukkah. The sukkah becomes the Hashem's house. My chag l'ashem, av sukkah l'ashem. Just like the chag is dedicated to Hashem, the sukkah, it, it really becomes the holy spot. It's really a unique, some people say it has like the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. It's the, uh, it's the shade of the Almighty. It's really a very special, unique thing to be sitting in a sukkah. That's why it, it, um, uh, when you sit in a sukkah, you feel something different. You notice that. It's like a, it doesn't feel like you're just sitting outside. It has a... a a certain holiness to it that's unique. The Shekinah resides there in a unique way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So according to that opinion, you couldn't, let's say, build a sukkah and then let's say, gee, I don't like this wall. I'm going to replace the wall and then mm-hmm. take the first wall and use it as firewood. That'd be like, right. that would be using it for something. Correct. Like Absolutely no, correct. Once yes. sukkah hit, that'd be, but you can I'm do saying, it every sukkah. Yeah, but before no, sukkah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm saying, just like they do in home life. That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. In fact, there's an even problem. Sometimes people use decoration. The old days, they used to use fruit. So if you do use fruit and then you want to take it down and eat it, that's problematic. Because <laughs> that's, that's part of the sukkah. Wow. So you have to like make it conditional, you know, like, because imagine you have all these good fruits. You say, oh, that looks good. <laughs> you know, <you> <laughs> I grew up like that. But it was, a, it was made as a condition. It yeah, condition, right. If, when the fruit's ripe, then you could... Uh, but that's your sukkah even without condition. Correct. That's right. But I was thinking with the fruit, maybe that's not, that's not essential to the sukkah. That's not real, that's, it's, it's just an... Uh, Okay, all right, that gets into the discussion, right. So you're not taking a piece of the wall down. But in theory, you could even have the wall made of edible, uh, you could have edible schach, you know. Schach is even more strict than the wall, though. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, oh, Beishamay Nami, so that's an important teaching. What does Beishamay do with that? So Beishamay Nami, he also does that, in a Hanami. So now we get back to the drawing board. Why did Beishamay say that you can't have an old sukkah? So again, we had original, we thought it was because it, it belongs to Hashem, so it has to be it has to be special for Hashem. And we said a new teaching, no, the, the, the overall that a sukkah becomes holy uh, during the Chag. So, and, and we said the Beishamai would agree to that, so now we need another source for Beishamai that you have to build it special for sukkahs. So what's the reason? Because there's another pasuk. Chag sukkahs tansukah yamin. Sukkah chag it says, build your sukkah, tasa for seven days for the chag. So what does Beis Hillel do with that? They disagree, obviously. They say, you don't have to make it for the chag. You could use a regular hut. You're allowed to do, go in the construction business and build on cholomoid. Normally on cholomoid, you're not allowed to do construction. But you're allowed to for it to build a sukkah. Oh, therefore, pop-up sukkahs are okay. Right. Ubeishamai, I does does he agree with that? Ubeishamai sabekir elozer doma enos and sukkah b'cholim shomoid. According to Beishamai, you can't make a sukkah b'cholim shomoid. 
Doesn't he agree with Rabbi Yudah Marav? Marav, What happens if you make the question is Beis Hillel seem to say you could just use any old hut. You, can, you don't need uh, the sukkah be made l'shem mitzvah sukkah. That's basically what he said. As long as it's for shade, it's okay. So is that true by mitzvahs that you don't need lishma? What about when you make sitzes? So what happens if you, instead of making sitzes, you just unravel your shirt a little bit and, and pull out a thread? Can you turn that into a tzitzis? Can you unravel your garment and make a tzitzis? So everybody seems to agree that if you make from the corner thread or from the different types of thread or the loop puzzle, if you attach a thread, it's kosher because it has to be made lishma. So doesn't, why wouldn't Beis Hillel agree that a sukkah has to be lishma? And he said, even if you do it, that wasn't woven. Even if you attach a thread, it has to be woven lishma. So just like by tzitzis, it needs to be lishma. Why doesn't a sukkah need to be lishma? So the Mora says, So that should be a requirement. So why does Beis Hillel say, no, you could just find an old hut as long as it looks like a sukkah, it's a sukkah. So the Mora said, really, you don't need lishma. So then why does uh, tzitzis need lishma? Tzitzis are different. It says clearly, make, a, make the shame mitzvah tzitzis. Make your tzitzis. You can't just unravel a string or take a string that wasn't woven as a, as a tzitzis and say, this is my tzitzis. No, it has to be lishma. So the Lord said, why don't you make the same drush over here? Why don't we say that? The answer is that that's not extra. You can't steal a sukkah. What does it mean, make for yourself? You have to make it, you can't steal it. You can't say, oh, this is a nice hut, let me go in there. Uh, we didn't get into that, how we know. So, I can't steal the There's another pasuk over there. You got to own your, you can't steal your tzitzis. So there's a whole discussion. Yeah. Can, you buy, can you use the, the talus belonging to the shul? Can you make a bracha on it? It's, it's got to be yours, right? It's not, you're not stealing it, but it's not yours. Or do they loan it to you to make the bracha, right? That's the whole discussion. Okay, we will stop.